live from WSC. I'm your host, Brady Fitzgerald, and this is The Countdown. Tonight, we discuss the first loss in Shane Beamer's young career last Saturday. We talk about how the team fared against the top defense in the league. Then, we look forward to Saturday night under the lights in William Bryce Stadium with an SEC matchup versus the Kentucky Wildcats. Plus, a new starting quarterback is in for the Gamecocks. How do we think he'll look in one of the biggest games of the year? All that and more coming up on The Countdown. As you heard from the uh, from the diabolical start that happened, the, the the train wreck that happened, I'm your host, Brady Fitzgerald, joined with my co-host, the J-Dog. What's going on? I'm glad we got everything figured out. That was, that was, uh, it put me off my game. Well, a little technical difficulties, never hurt anybody. Yeah. Well, we're, we're good to go now. Yeah, we're definitely good to go now. And uh, you ready to jump right into it? I am. What do we want to talk about first? Come on, Jay. You know the biggest news. You know what to talk about. And, and what... What, what news is that? Because I'm I'm a little confused, but maybe somebody else can tell us what what Ladies that is. Oh, oh, this. Welcome to yeah. Williams Bryce Stadium. Now put your hands together for your South Carolina Gamecocks. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, football. The uh, last Saturday in Athens, uh, not a you know, I guess what we kind of expected. They covered, they covered for and they're the first team in the NCAA to score thirteen points against Georgia, score a touchdown against Georgia, or a, a receiving touchdown against Georgia. Yeah, you know, uh, Clem sucks didn't even do that. No, we scored ten more points than Clem sucks. Yes, I did. And speaking of Clem sucks. This is not, we're, you know, of course, we're not a radio show for them, but looking at their games, they're not looking great. No, I, and they're dropping in the polls. They dropped to ninth. Even though they won, they barely got by. They so. barely got by Georgia Tech. Yeah. And that game was uh, that game was close. Yep. The, that, you know, I looking looking way forward, but I'm, looking, I'm, I'm feeling good that November 24th. I am, too. You know what? I just have to put it out there. I was so crossing my fingers that Florida would beat uh, Alabama. It was so close at the it end. It was so close. Yeah, I was hoping for that. But back to uh, uh, Gamecock football. Yeah, I do have to agree. I, I, I don't want to say I was disappointed. I was. It was a kind of a sad game to watch due to the fact of injuries. Um, we had Sherrod was injured. We had Zeb Nolan was injured. Uh, Cam Smith was injured. Um, but overall, the effort that was put in there was unbelievably ridiculous. And it was, I mean, it was awesome. I mean, when, you, when you're talking about the defense of Georgia – what, what do we have to say? What, what do you think uh, Beamer had to say about the defense? Let's, let's listen in to what he said. Uh, Georgia's a defensive line. What were they doing to maybe make things difficult on the offense? Uh, they've got like 105 star football players on their defense. They are, they have a defensive lineman that weighs 340 pounds and, and runs better than everybody on this call. Uh, they've got five star defensive backs. They're big and physical and fast. I mean, 
other than that, they're really freaking good. That's why they have the top defense in the country. They're hard to run the football on. So there wasn't some magical scheme they came out with tonight. They got five-star recruits everywhere, and they play really physical. That's right. You say it, Beamer. But it was absolutely correct. No, Beamer has a, has a great point there. And I saw – people saw that as – some people that I know saw that as, oh, Beamer's complaining already about the SEC competition. No, he's, he's saying that the Carolina football will get there. He said, this is big boy football. This is the SEC. We're going to get there eventually. We just got to work our way up there. The Georgia's had an established program. They've had all these defense, these five stars that they're saying, five stars after five stars, even as their backups. So this team is, I mean, it's the number one team in the nation, or number one team in uh, foot defense in the nation. And they they earned it. Like, they, they really know how to, they, they can suffocate a team, especially as Beamer said, in the run game. Yeah, I don't know how somebody could say, well, you know, uh, Gamecocks didn't look too good against Georgia's defense. <laughs> no team is going to look good against Georgia's defense. We don't have, the, like he said, we don't have the five- and four-star players on that line. I mean, you're talking about 350-pound linemen. And, and, I mean, when I watched the game, I was literally looking at the Georgia offense and defense and our line going against each other, and the line always moves slightly to the side of – of Carolina because they're just pushing. I mean, there's nothing you can do about that. But again, we're in a rebuilding process. We're not expected to go 10 and 2 like Beamer Sunset. We're expected to win 6, 7 games and get our feet wet and hopefully make it to a bowl game. But the next year, the recruiting, we're going to start getting four and five star linemen. Don't expect that right away. Yeah, you can't start that right away. You can't expect that right away. Of course, we all wanted the upset. It's happened uh it's happened before against Georgia, but it just wasn't. It wasn't the time. Doty came in. He uh, he came in looking good. Yeah. He came in looking good. He uh, for relief from Zed Nolan, and I think he did a good job for especially against going the top defense. And he came back from an injury right away. No, he had no practice games. Yeah. He had no uh, Eastern Carolina to place again. Beamer even said it's like he didn't skip a beat. Yeah. He didn't have the bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, deer in the headlights look when he went up to the to the offensive line. He looked ready. He was he was ready to go. Let's go guys. I mean, it's just like as if he was been he had been playing the entire game. So it it's a great sign. It's sad for Zeb, but at the same time it's a great sign for Carolina football to know that we don't have to wait a game or two to get Dottie Dottie's feet wet because they're already there. He's already established. He's the line trusts him. He trusts the lines. The players trust him. And he's just ready to go as if he has been starting the entire time. So there's there's no worry about uh, Doty. I mean, and going 13 for 26, that's 50%, 153 yards. I mean, and a touchdown. I mean, that's that's crazy against that defense and not having played the previous two games. Yeah. And you know who really trusts him? Mr. Josh Van. Oh, yeah, Josh Van. A game, a highlight catch all over ESPN, all over the whole Internet with that one-handed grab, the – he just—he played out of his mind. Well, or was that Brooks? Brooks had the yes. game. Sorry, but sorry, sorry, Brooks. What did what did Van do? What what what? what, what? Get us which I thought was a little <laughs> unfortunate. Me, long throw. It's nice. caught for a Whoa. touchdown. Josh Van made the catch. Boy, it it was outstanding. I mean, uh, it what it what it is is it's not so much that oh yeah we're on a way to come back because that's not what it was. What it was was a confidence builder, knowing that we could score on this defense. And some people say, well, that was the second string. I don't care. Georgia's 
second string is still full of three- and four-star players that are just as good as who we're going to play this weekend, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. So if we are, being able, we are able to play against the second string of Georgia's defense, which is outstanding in itself, with that means that should show us a sign that Kentucky, we, have, we should not have a problem with them. It's going to be close, but we're going to pull it out. But the competition is going to be relatively the same. It's not going to be an issue. Yes, and as you're saying, the backups, like that, you, you're right that we scored against the backups, but that's what we're supposed to do. We're doing the things that we're supposed to do. We're getting, we're on the right track. No matter how you view this game, we're, on, we're getting on the right track. Beamer's getting his feet under him. He's coaching better. The, the team's playing better. And, man, everyone on this team loves each other. Do you, you remember, I think there was another really good catch. Oh, yes. Wait, wait, I, I think it was a guy named Brooks. Perspective. Deep and a one-handed catch wow. by Jalen Brooks. Well, this is definitely uh, worth worth another look. What do you think? Uh, top play on the top ten on Sports Center? It'll definitely be on there. He'd be hard pressed to find a better play from the weekend than that. You know, go ahead. I was going to say that that was a ridiculous catch. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Sorry, Jordan Brooks. I mean, Jalen Brooks. Oh, God, I'm really, he's really hating me now. But Jalen Brooks, I thought it was Josh Van. That's my bad. I, uh, I wasn't paying attention. But the, uh, nevertheless, one of the best catches I've ever seen. You know, I watch Great. ESPN on, on uh, NFL, and I hear, you got mossed yeah. all the time, right? And what that means is, you know, come to think of it, Van was on ESPN, you got mossed. Be- yes, it was. wasn't for he his defender got mossed by Van, which is unbelievable. But this play here with Brooks, you got Odell Beckham. Because that, when he was a giant and he reached back for that catch, this is exactly the same play. No, it wasn't a touchdown, but it was exactly the same. Reaching out, grabbing it. Nobody thought he would catch it. He didn't even, I mean, he saw where the vicinity of the ball was, but his hand up, big old gripping, and he got some stick on his glove. He's pulled that thing in. It was unbelievable. He was definitely in my SC Top 10. Unfortunately, he wasn't on the SC Top 10, but it was unbelievable. Probably the best catch you're probably going to see all year in South Carolina. Yes, that's candidate for catch of the year already. And Jalen Brooks, that could be uh, his his vow of confidence to come in and play like a like an Odell Beckham type. Or yeah. Become a top receiver that we know he can be. And we, I want to, I want to ask. Our, our producer Riley is in the is in the studio right now. I want to try. He was there at the game. Yeah. At Georgia, I'm trying to. Uh, Riley, try to say something. Let's see if we can hear you. You got me. There he is. Can I hear him. Hear? I hear him. Yeah. All right, my headphones aren't working. All right, Riley. Uh, let us know what's uh what was the Georgia atmosphere like? What was your least favorite parts and what were your favorite parts? Well, Brady and Jay, I'll leave it at this. You're gonna have to respond. I can't hear him. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I said, well, Brady and Jay, I'll leave it at this. South Carolina may not always win the football game, but we'll always win the atmosphere y- because y- uh, South Carolina, when I mean, we just being in that stadium, South Carolina has a better tailgate, a pregame, postgame. I mean, it was uh, the only thing they got better than us, uh, Jay and Brady, is a better football team. <laughs> You're absolutely right. But uh, basically – the atmosphere that USC provides is what he's saying, Brady. The okay. atmosphere, the tailgating, the, the, the camaraderie with the fans, the fan traveling, the, uh, the whole uh, student body, the 
Gamecock Nation itself cannot be beat is what he's saying. The only difference is between Gamecocks and Georgia right now is just the, the teams. Gamecocks is not to that level. But if you were to put Georgia's fan base against South Carolina's fan base, the love and loyalty that we have, there's no match. Is that what you're saying? Yes, sir. And uh, before y'all lose me here, I uh, I emailed a guy from SEC Network uh, just earlier today because I didn't know where SEC Nation was going to be. A lot of people are excited about them coming here. And uh, I just got an email back not five minutes ago. They will be at the Horseshoe. So speaking of that universe, or, uh, the University of South Carolina atmosphere, the students, the fans, they need to be at Horseshoe, 10 a.m. Saturday morning. Well, thank you, Riley. And uh, not only do they have to be at the Horseshoe, they need to be at William Bryce Stadium this Saturday for the Kentucky game. This Absolutely. One of the biggest games of the year, and everyone wants us there. Everyone, everyone needs to be there. We need to get there early. We need to get the fans loud. Yeah. I don't care that we have to wear a mask. No, I don't, I don't care either. We, we need to be louder than the mask. It's going to be interesting, though, see what's going to ha- really going to yes. happen. And, you know, I'm going to be at that game again on the field recording. And so I'll be taking uh, many, many videos of fans uh, without masks, more than likely, <laughs> and see how many uh, $100 tickets the uh, Columbia Fire Department may be putting or giving out, which I don't It's going to be difficult to say, hey, you don't have a mask, I'll give you a ticket, and then 20 other people aren't wearing masks. It, we're going to see what it's going to be. It's going to be a mess. But I definitely believe that this tailgate nation that, that Gamecocks have really needs to be there at 10 o'clock in the horseshoe. SEC is here to cover the to cover the game because they know it's going to be a battle in the trenches. One thing I wanted to cover real quick, if you don't mind me asking, mind me staying, we need to be prepared for this game. And one way to be prepared is to know the the – the condition of the individuals who were hurt in the game. And Beamer did make a quick comment on that. Shiraz got a lower leg injury. He's going to be out for a while. Um, Unfortunate for him. Uh, You guys saw it. Anytime they bring the card out, it's not good. Uh, We'll see the extent of it as we can, as we uh, go forward. Uh, Initial prognosis, not necessarily season ending, but he's certainly going to be out for a while. Uh, Zeb, got a uh, cut on his hand. We don't think it's broken, uh, but he's got a pretty pretty significant cut on his hand that he had no feeling in his hand. So obviously he can't throw the football uh, with that, but we don't think it's broken. Um, uh, and then Cam Smith, he was out pretty much the whole second half. He um, he's, he's uh, got his foot stepped on the same foot that he injured previously um he got that stepped on so we'll see you know if what his status is for next week sad yep. but at the same time you know um people get their opportunities this way yes um, and uh speaking of opportunities that ushers in the new starting quarterback for yeah. the carolina gamecocks luke Doty, who we talked about facing the wildcats in the the team's biggest test of the season so far where because we're five-point underdogs at home yeah. in Williams-Brice. That's ridiculous. They, they should know where we are. We're in Columbia, South Carolina. Don't they know that even I, – I don't care. We can't we, – we road dogs to Kentucky? Mm-hmm. At Williams – I mean, home dogs to Kentucky? Yeah. What are you looking at? Uh, they might have changed it, but this was earlier in the week. I okay. Well, uh, ESPN had it earlier. Not today, but maybe a day or two ago. That we're a fifty six percent fifty six percent chance of winning this game. Oh, 
Well, there you go. Maybe yeah. I'll, I'll look up the odds right now, but maybe Vegas is still against us. Yeah, maybe. The the game has to be. We have to be packed. Yeah. Shane Beamer wants us there. Yeah. Uh, he he had a great quote about that, and the the atmosphere needs to be there for this team because I keep saying that it's one of the most important games because yeah. if we don't win this game. I mean, I'm not going to say the world's on fire, you know, cra- everything's crashing down, but it would be really, really nice if we won this game. The atmosphere needs to resemble that of game one. That place was packed. We had a lot of key officials there. Shai Smith showed up. We we had the president showing up to show support. The the tailgating was, was ridiculous. It took me a while to find a parking spot and to leave. So game cognition, it, it's, it, it behooves you to figure out what's important to you on a Saturday night. And you freshmen and sophomore out there, you really don't have that much going on right now. There's there's no midterms coming up for probably another month, and your finals ain't for another two months or three. So get with your buddies, get with your friends, uh, recruit some people out in the street, and just go to williams Bryce, enjoy yourself, leak your emotion onto the field to where the players can feel you and and bring out that adrenaline that they really need in order to beat this Kentucky football team. Yes, and there's always, every week, it seems like there's confusion on how to get your tickets. So, since we are a sports radio show, I will just let everyone know. Download the SC Rewards app. You go to football claim, you go to tickets, and then you go to football claim tickets. You're supposed to claim, they start claim, you can request a ticket, on Fridays till till Wednesday, and then on Wednesday mornings tonight, today, this morning, you can go and claim your either lower or upper level tickets. So if you haven't done that already, go claim your tickets. You're wasting them if you're not. They're just going to be w- sitting there waking, waiting for you. So make sure you claim your tickets. Make sure you get there. Make sure you support. Wear that garnet, and let's ride. And don't let the fact of what happened at Eastern Illinois with the student section deter you from coming because there has been an additional security measures put in place. There are more options, more ways to get into the uh, uh, student section. So don't think to yourself, well, I had such a horrible time getting in. I didn't even get into the game last, last game. Don't let that deter you from coming down and join yourself. It is fixed. The university has apologized. The security is out there doing what they need to do. The bands are going to be put on the right way. And people are going to be treated fairly, not walked over, broken bones, stamped on, trampled on. Don't let that happen. That will not happen again. So just get up on Saturday. Go see the horseshoe at 10 o'clock and say hey to SEC people. And then head on down to the state fairgrounds. Get your party on. If you're under 21, don't drink. Uh-uh. Get your party on, relax, have a good time, then go watch the game and and just root for your team because they need that. They need that for this game. That being said, that was a good point. Also, like we know no one wants to wear masks anymore, but if that makes you from stopping the game, you're lame. I'm putting that out there. You are a loser if you don't want to go to the game because you don't want to wear a mask. Absolutely. So let's let's be safe. Let's wear a mask. Let's go and Let's get this done. Yeah, I mean, trust me. I mean, I'm uh, being a senior sem here. I'm here from nine o'clock in the morning to six o'clock in the afternoon in the SJMC building, mm-hmm. wearing my mask the entire time. Yeah, you have to wear it for class yes. anyway, so it shouldn't be a problem. Shouldn't be an issue. And I just checked the odds, Jay. We are five and a half point underdogs. That's all right. Underdogs at home. That's good. Yeah, we want it. That yeah. should be posted up all over the locker room. Absolutely. They don't think we can win. That means that's going to give us more fuel to the fire, more logs on the flame, 
to enforce our internal fan base that's going to show up to root louder. Sandstorm needs to be outrageous. Cocky needs to be jumping up and down all over the place. And we need to find, you know what, I'm going to tell you something real quick. I've seen where the University of Kentucky Wildcats, their practice facility was full of sandstorm music. So they are preparing oh, for yeah, our they, crowd. It's unbelievable. I was like, what are they actually they, doing? They it want was, to be us. Right. They want to be us. And let's talk about Kentucky real quick. That's because true. they just played, they played Saturday just like everyone else. And they played Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. How much do you think they won by? If they're five and a half point favorites versus us, how much do you think they won by? Three. They won by five. Five. So they, I mean, they wouldn't even recover. If that was us, they wouldn't even recover. This is, and we're much better than Chattanooga is. So let's go in there. Let's stomp them, and let's let's have them leaving out of this stadium yeah. embarrassed. Let's Absolutely do what we got to do. Do what we got to do. Hey, um, there's a a really big play this weekend by a previous uh, Gamecock. You know who that might have been? Oh, Mr. Uh, J. C. Horn. J. 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 C. Who? Mr. J. C. Horn. And that was a nice pickup of 20 plus yards. Winston has time, holding on to the ball, throws, and that's another interception. It's J.C. Horn with a pick. Unbelievable. Number um, eight pick in the draft. Already, yep. already providing. Already getting there. Uh, we love seeing that. We love seeing all former Gamecocks in the NFL. Yeah. Love Our Panthers there. are just they're they're rocking right now. I don't know what Donald's doing is different. Uh, yes, the Panthers are rocking right now. I. I mean, their de- their young defense is good, and it's it's led by by J C Horn now, and yeah. they're they're really they're really uh, coming together on their own. Yeah, the the commentators are talking about how he plays like a veteran already. They mm-hmm. said that yeah, they ate the pick. He played the, like a veteran draft. last year. Yes, he played like an actual. He played like an NFL player last year. Yeah, he, he was always in the in the way, and we need someone to step up like that. When you and, have that confidence, mm-hmm. absolutely, and with the frustration that. Previous coach Will Muschamp gave us of not winning. He wanted to go to a winning team, and the 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 Panthers weren't winning last year like they should have. But now with a new atmosphere, a new quarterback, some new draft picks, some new trades, they're two and zero right now, and they're riding this wave of defense. That's what's really going on. Their defense is incredible, led by J.C. Horn. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, I'm not just saying that. I'm saying Mr. Interception is what he is right now yeah. because he is starting, he's doing great, and he's making stuff happen that brings more emotion to the other players. Like, you know what, there's no other team that can play with us on defense right now. They are the Georgia of the NFL right now as far as defense is concerned. They are. Their defense is looking good, and they, they play tomorrow. Yeah. J.C. Horn will play in prime time tomorrow, so everyone make sure you check him out then. And just uh, just wanted to give a little shout-out to, uh, to a little – Jalen Foster last week for yeah. pick him off uh, JT Daniels twice. Yeah, and you know trying to keep us in the game. So talk about defensive presence. Yeah, he's ours this year. Yeah. So as we do, we talk about football all the time, mm-hmm. which is great. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but we just need not to only talk about football. You want a sip of water first before you get down? There? Yeah, because I'm gonna have to take a take a sip of water and take a breath. A, take a nice take a nice sip. Get ready. Calm, yeah. You're about to about to swing through the the hole. Yes. All of Columbia sports yeah. going on right now. <clears throat> and before I do that, one thing I wanted to say, Gamecock mascot. Does anybody know where it came from? Let me tell you. Named for General Thomas Sumter, a farmed 
a famed guerrilla fighter for the Revolutionary War, was known as the Fighting Gamecock. If those of you who don't know, now you know. That's where we got our name from. Now, let me get to the sports. Let me take, I just took a drink, and I'm going to take a big breath. <clears throat> Clear my breath. And here we go. Men's baseball, the University of South Carolina baseball team, will open fall practice this week as the Gamecocks will scrimmage twice at Founders Park this, this weekend. The Gamecocks will open the inter-squad scrimmage slate on Friday afternoon. This is Friday, September 24th at 3.30 and conclude with a 10.30 scrimmage on Saturday, September 25th. Men's, men's basketball, the city of Rock Hill and York County announced the lineup for its inaugural No Room for Racism Classic, a college men's basketball tournament to be held December 12th and 10th and 12th at Rock Hill Sports and Event Center. Carolina will face Florida State on December 12th in the final matchup of the three-day event. And Frank Martin says, I'm I'm thrilled that our program is able to be part of such a wonderful and wonderful event in the No Room for Racism Classic at the Rock Hill Sports and Event Center. Again, December 12th, South Carolina versus Florida State will be televised. Tickets available on October 11th at TicketReturn.com. Men's Golf, South Carolina. South Carolina's first tournament of 2022 college golf season. The Scenic City Collegiate has been canceled due to heavy rains in the Chattanooga area. The Gamecocks will now open the season at the J.T. Poston Invitational September 27-28 next week on the Country Club of Sapphire. Men's soccer. The Gamecocks are coming off a Friday night defeat against USC Upstate when they lost to the Spartans 1-0. Carolina saw a plethora of chances. The lone goal Carolina surrendered Friday night was from a corner kick. Got to watch corner kicks, people. Note, the, the men's soccer are 1-4 on the season, including a 0-5 loss to the Kittens of Clemson. Men's tennis. Uh, Casey Hole of Brisbane, Australia, has signed a financial aid agreement to attend the University of South Carolina men's tennis for the Gamecocks. We are very excited to have Casey join the squad, Goff said, which is the head coach. He's a high achiever who wants to put the team above himself. Women's cross country, unbelievable. We, we, we won one 28 points to Wofford's 46 and VMI's 106. Shout out to Hannah Twine. She won the race. Awesome, awesome. Um, women's golf. This is unbelievable. We're talking about football all the time, about rankings. <clears throat> women's golf is the number one team in the country. Give it up for the women's golf. All right, keep it up, women's golf. Women's soccer, South Carolina women's soccer team kick off SEC play on the, on the right foot Thursday night as the Gamecocks picked up three points on the road, defeating Missouri 2-1. to one. Softball, the fall schedule it has been released on September 26th, will be released September 26th with a pair of games of UNC Winsboro. Women's tennis, South Carolina women's tennis finished strong in the final round of the singles play as the Debbie Southern Furman Fall Classic. Women's volleyball, they're doing pretty good. And that's it for right now. Run out of time. All right, before we go. Uh, if you didn't get a ticket for any of the games this year, that's that's a okay because the schedule just got released for the games next year. So yes. make sure again, <clears throat> reminder to everyone: ten o'clock, the horseshoe. Go there. Yeah. Be there. Be on the SEC, and then go to the game. Yes. There's nothing better to do on a Saturday night. Guess what? What's up? Someone's here, real quick. Did you hear it? We gotta hurry oh, up. I hear him. I he gotta hear. Looking groovy too. <clears throat> Well, it's one for the money, two for the show, three to get ready. Now go, cat, go, well, don't you step on my blue suede shoes. Well, you can do anything but lay off of my blue suede shoes. All right, you got to go, Elvis. All right. See, Elvis just wants everyone to email us at uh, – let, let me make sure I have the right thing. At the countdown, WSC – or, well – 
the the countdown wc at gmail.com this does it for the week uh we already talked about other things in sports we talked about Carolina Panthers still yep. stomping. They yep. play tomorrow. Yeah. So watch them all play tomorrow. The music for the show is called No Time to Lose by Morning Light Music. The countdown is a production of WSC News, produced by myself and Jay Weaver and who you heard today, Mr. Riley Hudson. Riley Hudson, get up for Riley Hudson. Make sure that we're recorded. So thank you, Mr. Hudson. Yay. Welcome to the team. And if you like what you hear and want to check out other WSC News podcasts, over to dar- CarnetMediaGroup.org or any other podcast streaming services. Follow us on Instagram at the countdown, WSC, or let me—I I gotta make sure. But the count, the the countdown, WC at Gmail is our email. Please send us anything, absolutely anything. And the Instagram is WC the countdown. So follow them as well. For we'll figure out something to post on there. We'll figure out. We'll make it fun. Make it interactive. <coughs> we had a countdown for the countdown today, and that does it for the week. I'm Brady Fitzgerald. G Money Dog, homie bro, J Dog. The countdown ends in three, two, one.